Welcome to Walk in Truth. These are the Bible teachings of Pastor Michael Lance, equipping you to reach out with God's truth to all people and how to apply that truth to today's issues, trends, and culture. Learn more about the program and our ministry when you visit walkintruth.com. Now here's part two of Pastor Michael's teaching in Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 through 3, called Run with Endurance. Take a peek at Hebrews 11. Look at verse 4, and uh, let's just remind ourselves what faith is. Faith, all the way back to verse 1, Hebrews 11, is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. And by it, by faith, men of old gained approval. By faith, we understand that the worlds were prepared by the word of God, so that what is seen was not made out of things which are visible. Notice the first person. By faith, Abel... Now, very early in the book of Genesis, offered to God a better sacrifice than Cain, through which he obtained the testimony that he was righteous. God testifying about his gifts, and through faith, though he is dead, what's his life do? He still speaks. Now, commentators are quick to point out that We don't really know if witnesses in heaven like an Abel or a Noah or an Enoch are watching the current church. There's not really evidence of that. But their life stands as a witness, a motivating witness. If you have someone in your life who influenced you and they have lived and died, maybe it's a grandpa, maybe it's a mentor, maybe it's a grandmother, an aunt or an uncle, And they lived and died, but you remember their example. You remember what they did. You remember the things that they told you. That's the idea here of the witnesses. Their lives have been lived. They ran well. And they ran not without bumps, right? We've studied the life of Abraham and Moses and, uh, you know, Isaac and Jacob. And if you've read the stories of the family of God, the 12 patriarchs, it wasn't pretty. Amen? There were bumps and bruises and things in the Old Testament stories that sometimes you're like, man, this should be on Jerry Springer. Jerry Springer around anymore? I don't even know. Hopefully he's off the air. Anyway, but just this ridiculous infighting and drama and sin. And you sometimes say, God, that was your main family for the Messiah? Have you read through Matthew chapter 1 and seen the genealogy of Jesus? It's filled with a bunch of imperfect people. You know why? Because people are imperfect. Yes, it's true. All the runners in the race that are now in the stands were sinners just like you and me. Normal, everyday people called by God who had their bumps and bruises, but still made it. And the focus is not on their mistakes. Thank God. The focus is on their faith. And when Hebrews chapter 11 sums up their lives, it doesn't say, oh, do you remember when Abraham really blew it? And do you remember when Sarah lost faith and said, sleep with, you know, Hagar, because nothing's happening. The biological clock is ticking. No, none of that. Instead, what's highlighted is their faith. And isn't it beautiful that God sees us that way? And that these lives still speak. This is motivating. 
It's kind of like an athlete walking through the Hall of Fame in the sport that you enjoy and play and being inspired by the stories, pictures, trophies. How would you play if they're watching? Well, the Lord is watching. The Lord is encouraging us to run and finish well. And what we need is endurance. And endurance is difficult because it will challenge everything in you. And the biggest thing that you'll want to do if you're trying to build endurance is you're going to hear this word over and over again. Just quit. 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 Quit it. You're you're not an athlete. Quit. You'll hear this word. Quit. You're not a Christian. You'll you'll never measure up. You will never be a great example for people. You'll never make it. Just quit. Quit now. Quit while you're ahead. Ahead of what? Oh, you can't do one more push-up. You can't run one more mile. Just give up. You can't endure that marriage anymore. You can't endure that job anymore, those people anymore. Just give up. Just quit. Throw it in. That's the enemy's voice. After college, says this writer in marriage, I found it easy to put on weight and get out of shape. A year ago, I became committed to working hard to take the sag out of my sagging waistline. Day after day, I worked hard on cardiovascular exercise and weight training, seeming to get nowhere, straining, sweating, sucking wind, questioning my sanity. But then after several months, it was though a quantum leap occurred. Weight began to drop off, muscle began to get toned, and endurance increased significantly. Medical friends tell me that during the constancy of working out, regardless of how I felt, a whole new freeway system of small blood vessels and capillaries were forming within my body. Then came the day when they decided it was time for a grand opening. Suddenly, more blood came flooding into the muscle tissue. And the resultant benefits seem to be exponential. Likewise, when we're walking through the depths of trials, God is building up a secondary support system of endurance that we might be even more prepared for the next time adversity comes our way. Maybe that threshold won't be as tough to plow through because you've been there before. It doesn't make it easy. It doesn't make it, you know, something that we could just say, oh, you know, it's no big deal. But still, we can build endurance. I want you to see in the life of Moses how he did it. Hebrews 11, verse 27 says, By faith he, Moses, left Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for, and this is our key word, he endured as seeing him who is unseen. Moses endured. And he left Egypt and got, he was following God's command and he had to walk by faith and not by sight. And brethren, that's what you have to do. And that's what I have to do. There's times when I sit before the Lord and I could honestly say, I'd like to see more. I'd like maybe a little bit more visible evidence in front of me, but that's not faith. Faith demands upon you to trust in what you do know what God may reveal to you in the future, but to keep going. And so since we're surrounded, Hebrews 12, 1, by such a great cloud of witnesses, all of these hall of famers, hall of faithers, and much more that could be said, like Jim Elliott and other missionaries that we could mention, 
In light of that, let us do what? This is number two for you note takers. Let us lay aside. If you have an NIV, it says, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles us and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Now, if you want to run well, you've got to certainly endure and you've got to consider the hall of faithers, this great cloud of witnesses. But if you really want to run well, you've got to throw off things that are hindering you. Amen? This is answering the question of how to run with endurance. You want to know how to do it? You got to throw weights off of your back that are weighing you down and slowing you down. Some of you have a ton of bricks on your shoulders that are still there and they have slowed you down and put you really to a crawl. And you've got to throw those off. In the ancient uh, world, the Greeks used to literally strip off all their clothing before they would run in a race, and that was the Greek culture. But we could, we could see uh, some analogies to this. For example, if you see a runner, let's say it's a cold day and he's warming up for a race and he's got his jogging suit on. He wants to be as aerodynamic as possible. So he's going to throw off the sweatsuit and stuff to prepare for the race. He wants nothing to slow him or her down. Uh, some stories I've heard about swimmers who literally shave all of their body hair just to gain a little bit of an advantage in the pool. Why would you ever run a race with weights on you that don't need to be there? And so this is the question of how do you run with endurance? Well, you lay aside Hebrews 12, 1, middle of the verse, everything, not some things. You lay aside literally every weight that hinders you and sin that easily entangles you. Oh, what a tangled web we weave when at first we practice to deceive. And so you got to get rid of it. You got to throw the weights off. There's a very, um, uh, this, this guy's kind of a nutty guy. He's, uh, his name is Lloyd Scott. And in June, 2003, he set a new world record for the slowest marathon time by finish, finishing the Edinburgh Marathon in six days, four hours, 30 minutes, and 56 seconds. And he did it in a 130-pound deep-sea diving suit. He ran a marathon in a deep-sea diving suit. And some of you are asking the question, why? Lloyd Scott's answer, I'm eccentric. I like to be different. So I ran a marathon in a deep sea diving suit. <laughs> now, who was there? Who was left? Well, he said, it was a fantastic finish at the stadium. Everyone was on their feet clapping. We had a piper. It was a wonderful reception. I'm still on a bit of a high, and I probably will still be on one tomorrow when I realize I don't have to get the suit on anymore. Can you imagine a deep sea diving suit for six days, four hours, 30 minutes, and 56 seconds? Some of you running the marathon in a deep sea diving suit. And for what? I'm eccentric. I just want to see what might happen. 
I don't want to run like everybody else aerodynamically and without a bunch of weights on me. I'm putting weights, more and more weights on me. Is that what you're doing? You'll hear more from Pastor Michael in a moment. If you are a longtime listener to Walk in Truth, we could use your help. We are excited to announce we have the opportunity to broadcast on a new radio station, an opportunity that will help this ministry reach more people like you in Oahu, Hawaii. Our mission with Pastor Michael's teachings is to equip listeners with God's Word in a way that helps them address today's issues, trends, and culture. But before we say yes to this opportunity, we could use your help. The price to broadcast on this radio station daily is $2,491 a month. Can you partner with us to reach people in Hawaii? Would you become a Walk in Truth partner today? Your financial commitment of at least $20 a month would help us reach this goal. We have until the end of September to raise these funds. If you become one of the 125 new partners, you'll be part of the team bringing God's truth to more people. That means four people would have to make a commitment each day until the end of September. Would you be one of the four now? Please begin your partnership today by calling 844-48-TRUTH. That's 844-48-TRUTH. Or visit walkintruth.com. We'd love to see who's listening. So please connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Just do a search for Walk in Truth Show. Now, back to Pastor Michael Lance, right here on Walk in Truth. I don't want to run like everybody else aerodynamically and without a bunch of weights on me. I'm putting weights, more and more weights on me. Is that what you're doing? Is that, does that make sense? If you really want to run the race to win, Paul says, run in such a way that you may win. Look back at Moses' life again. Hebrews eleven twenty four says, By faith Moses, Hebrews eleven twenty four, when he had grown up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to endure ill treatment with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin. Considering the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures of Egypt, for he was looking where? He was looking to the reward. Moses had, de- had decided to throw off the temporary pleasures of Egypt for the eternal reward. And this is the verse that says that sin has some pleasure. It's a passing pleasure. It's a short-lived pleasure. But it can bring pleasure to your life. But it's very short. And if you get enamored with that, if you do everything for the moment, for the thrill of the moment, and you lose the idea of the finish line, then you'll live your life with a bunch of weights. You'll never run well, and you'll stand before your Lord, and you will not have run a good race. And there are people everywhere who have fallen by the side of the track under the weight of decisions and sins and entanglements, spider webs that they've walked in, and unfortunately has entangled them. If you're taking notes, number three, run with endurance the race that is set before us. We each have a specific course mapped out for us. Ephesians 2, 10 calls it good works which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Look at Hebrews 12, 1. It says, let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Your race will probably look different than mine. But I'm to run my race, run your race and run it well. Do you know what it is? Do you know what your gifts are? 
Do you know what God has called you to do? Do you know what lane he's called you to run in? Do you know how he has gifted you and how he would have you to spend your time? Are you in the race? Run your race and run it well. Paul in Acts 20, 24 said, none of these things move me. I do not consider my life of any account as dear to myself in order, Acts 20, 24, that I may finish my race with joy and the ministry which I received from the Lord Jesus to testify solemnly of the gospel of the grace of God. Paul was consumed with finishing well and that determined his daily priorities. See, if you want to finish well, then what you decide to do on a Monday does matter. Like whether or not you pick up your Bible. Like whether or not you pray. With, like whether or not you decide to put on the full armor of God and take your stand against the schemes of the devil. You have to keep the finish line in mind. So that you could say like Paul, 2 Timothy 4, 7 and 8, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. And in the future, there's laid up for me the crown of righteousness which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day, and not only to me, but also to all those who love his appearing. Now, I've given you three points. We'll move to verse two. And here's another part of the race. You, you consider the cloud of witnesses. You get rid of the weights and entanglements. You run with endurance your race. And what do you do? Verse two, you fix your eyes on Jesus, who's the author and perfecter. Of faith. I've noticed that if you're running well, it's with your head up on the goal. If you start looking down or if you have ever seen a runner running and they start looking behind them, you start getting in trouble. If you get distracted, you get in trouble. Just like Peter. Remember when Peter was walking on the water, but then he looked around, he saw the waves and he was like, what am I doing? This is not humanly possible. I'm not an early surfer. There's nothing under my feet. And he began to sink. He got his eyes off of Jesus and on the distractions. He lost some faith, if you will. See the, the idea of fixing your eyes on Jesus? It's a Greek word, which means to look away from distractions, the Greek suggests, and to put your eyes on Jesus. Stop looking around, stop being distracted, and fix your eyes on Jesus. Because he is the author, he's the one that began it all in your life, that he's the reason why you're saved. And what else is he? He's the perfecter of your faith. You've been listening to Run With Endurance, Part 2 on Walk in Truth. That's Pastor Michael's teaching in Hebrews, Chapter 12, Verses 1 through 3. And if you missed any part of today's program, Walk in Truth is on Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and many more podcast apps. Listen for free to Pastor Michael's teachings in more books of the Bible. Hey, just to let you know, Walk in Truth is a listener-supported ministry. Our hope is to broadcast this program on more radio stations to reach more people like you. Our ministry has grown a lot over the years, and it's thanks to our church and our listeners that have become our financial partners. Our producer, Rob Newton, went to Living Truth Christian Fellowship in Corona, California recently to update the congregation on the state of walk in truth. He talked about where we are, what's new, where we'd like to go, and how you can help. If you'd like to listen to Rob Newton and Pastor Michael's short presentation, you'll find it on the Walk in Truth podcast on your favorite podcast app. It's also on walkintruth.com. We've entitled it The State of Walk in Truth. And again, you'll find it on the Walk in Truth podcast on your favorite podcast app. Now, here's Pastor Michael.
Well, if you've ever been a runner and done any kind of endurance exercise, you know that one of the things that has to happen is you train your body by passing through thresholds. In other words, you start a workout program and you may get fatigued fairly early, but then all of a sudden you find the next time you do it, you know, you it's a little easier and a little easier and a little easier. And the reason is, is because you're training and you're learning the principles of endurance, which, you know, they're both body and mind, you could say. In the Christian life, they have a lot to do with the spirit or the spiritual battle, and they have a lot to do with the mindset. Um, Philippians 2 talks about a proper mindset. Um, this particular passage talks about fixing our eyes where they belong, turning away from distractions, and to Christ. There's a lot that could be said. Well, maybe you're dealing with a younger believer, and that younger believer is like, well, you know, I don't think God's going to strengthen me, or... You know, I pray and I don't seem to get anything. Well, endurance doesn't always mean an instant um, breath of energy. Endurance is also learned in the grind. Think about it. Think about a long distance runner. Think about a marathon runner going 26.2 miles. You know, at the 19 mile mark, maybe everything in your body wants to just say, I'm done. I'm, I'm going to go eat a box of donuts. I don't want to train anymore or do this anymore. But even in that moment, you can find, even in the human spirit, a depth uh, you can tap into. Well, in the spiritual realm, it's even more the case that maybe you're in the grind, uh, you know, everyday life is not easy. And maybe you're facing some extra challenges as a believer and you're like, well, where's the strength going to come from? Well, there's a God who is faithful. He's run the race already. And he is ready to help. We learned that in Hebrews 2 and Hebrews 4. Hang in there. Tell them to hang in there. They will make it. Even if it's hard at the moment, it doesn't mean endurance is not being realized. This is Pastor Michael Lance. This is Walk in Truth. Hey, we have a team of pastors available to our listening family Tuesday through Friday, 9 to 4 Pacific time. You can call this number, 844 844- 48 truth. That's 844 48 truth. And if you need a little help with endurance, a prayer for endurance, um, maybe a listening ear, we'd be happy to talk with you and hopefully minister to you. 844 48 truth. Hey, we talk a lot on this program also about partners. That's because we have such a heart to go to more places and impact more people. We have some open doors into places like Hawaii, where we know the people there are hurting. Um, Of course, with the fires that have happened recently, Uh, we have a chance to go all the way really up and down the California coast, at least uh, all the way up to uh, Santa Barbara area and a little bit beyond. We have a chance to, to minister right here a little bit more in the Inland Empire, but we need partners. You know, This program probably has, I would say, on a weekly basis, thousands of people listening. And yet, just to be candid with you, we only have probably 50 or less consistent givers. What does that mean, Pastor Michael? That means we only have about 50 or less that give on a monthly basis. Now, imagine if another 50 people gave $10 a month. Well, that would make a huge difference. Uh, If another 100 people gave $20 a month. I mean, imagine 
this would open doors to many more radio stations, but I have to be candid with you. Much of the um, funding for this program comes from our local fellowship, probably a good two thirds of it. I'm not trying to guilt anybody. I'm just giving you the facts because uh, open doors are there, but we can't walk through them unless the finances are there. This is just the reality of radio. And so, hey, if you want to help us, if you have heard this many times and you've been thinking about it or you think, well, someone else will do it. Well, if you think someone else will do it, it probably won't happen. So I would encourage you to go to walkintruth.com right now, walkintruth.com and make a commitment. I'm not telling you to make a pledge or do something beyond what you're able, but pray about it, seek the Lord, and maybe start with a very manageable amount. And uh, we would be encouraged, but you might not imagine how, um, you know, just another 50 people making a commitment could make a huge difference to more mission fields for us. Appreciate you praying about it, thinking about it, putting it before the Lord. It's walkintruth.com. This is Pastor Michael Lance. We'll see you right here tomorrow. And don't forget that Walk in Truth is a listener-supported ministry. Please consider becoming a Walk in Truth partner. Your contribution helps us broadcast on this station and provide the podcast to reach more people like you with the hope of Jesus. And now we offer the Walk in Truth app as a thank you for your donation. Please consider becoming a Walk in Truth partner for at least $5 a month. Visit walkintruth.com and click donate. That's walkintruth.com. And join us tomorrow for the conclusion of Pastor Michael's teaching in Hebrews 12, verses 1 through 3, called Run with Endurance. I'm Mike Massaro. On behalf of Pastor Michael Lance and Living Truth Christian Fellowship, thanks for listening to Walk in Truth, equipping you to reach out with God's truth to all people.